Welcome to Live with Greg or Live with Greg, depending on semantics. <laughs> All right, here we are with, uh, I don't know, episode 72, Live With Greg. Might be the final episode of this season. Here with Jonah, once again. Yes, sir. All right, we're done. (laughs) Um, Today's Veterans Day. Do you have any thoughts about the need for military in the United States or in any country? Do you think it's plausible or possible for a country to have no military? Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah, it could. What about you? I don't know. Because, uh, like I think, let's say, there was no military today, starting today. The United States just said, okay, we have no military now. Just for the U.S. or for like every... Just for the U.S. Okay. I think there's a very strong possibility we'd be attacked. Yeah, me too. If not by another nation, by, like, terrorists or something. Yeah. I think about your cousin Cole and how he really felt it a civil responsibility to sign up and join the military. And really did it from a very, what I'd say is a positive place of wanting to serve his country and was proud of all the things that he felt this country was giving him. Yeah. I think that's valid. I think it's also valid for the people who don't want to fight because they don't believe that the country's providing what they need. both valid valid reasoning you ever thought of joining the military yeah thought about it don't think I ever will just doesn't seem like something that would be beneficial to me and I don't think it would be something that I don't think I would feel right fighting pretty much anyone, to be honest. So, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. You ever been in a fight? Nope. Never close? I mean, kind of kind of close but like not really because I mean you can be like close to a fight on accident but then pretty easily just back out and be like not wait like that's not actually what I want 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've been close to a fight just for, like, joking around. And then, you know, I'm just like, nah, we good. And they're like, all right. You know what I mean? It's not. I don't quite don't know. Want, if, you don't want, if you don't want to fight, you just back down. You know what I mean? Right. But when you say joking around, like, like wrestling with. No, no, no. Like making jokes with my friends and then um, some kids, like, you know, thinks I'll talk about him. And then he's like, so he's like, hops out of the car and he's like, yo, what's up? I'm like, nothing, bro. We good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's it. That happened. Like yeah. you were joking with friends and someone thought you were saying it to him. Yeah. He's like, what's up? you're like, oh. Yeah. All right. Which I mean, like, yeah, you know. I don't know. It might be interesting to be in like a fight, but the only time that I'd see myself really getting into a fight with someone is if like, I don't know, when it comes down to it, I probably just wouldn't do it. Probably just wouldn't fight. But... If I did, it would have to be, like, something consensual, you know what I mean? Like, if I were to fight someone, I'd probably want it to be in, like, a, I don't know, like, a, some martial arts studio or some shit, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, yeah. a consensual fight, and you're just doing it for fun. So then there's, like, no hard feelings afterward, you know? Right, right. And if you fuck someone up, or if they, they fuck you up, they're not, you know, you're not going to have, like... You're not going to feel bad afterward. Yeah, good fight. Yeah, You good got shit. that one. Good shit, yeah. That one's yours. Yeah. Well, that one's mine. Because I feel like if someone else, you know, doesn't, wouldn't feel that way after a fight, then it would be like either way I'd feel like shit afterward, you know? If someone beats me up, I'd be like, damn, I just got my ass kicked. That sucks. If I beat someone up, I'd be like, damn, I just kicked that person's ass. That's kind of fucked hope he's okay you know what I mean like I don't know that's just how I feel about it what's the vibe underneath that for you what do you mean like what's your train of thought your beliefs your values that support that choice in your life um probably a few different things for one, um, it's definitely like, um, fuck, I just had it, I was based on it. We shouldn't have got high before this. <laughs> um, well, for one, I like to think that everyone's, like, good at heart. You know what I mean? Like, even people who do. Like, how I think about it is, like, if there is a heaven, what I was... If, if like, heaven does does exist, what I say is heaven, it, what I would believe that heaven is, if it exists, is something where every single person, when that you go there, it's just, like, you... Um, like a perfect soul kind of you know what I mean or maybe not perfect but like good you know like even the people who do like really shit things here like really fucked up things here when they die and go to heaven they're a good person and everyone's like 
good to each other and every, everyone's peaceful, you know what I mean? Like, there is no hell or anything like that. Like, that's how I like to think about it. And with that, I don't know, it's very complicated, especially when you get into, like, mental disorders, like psychopathy and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, it's a little more ambiguous, but, um... I like to think that everyone does have, and from what I've seen, it seems like most everyone does have a place of goodness in them. And, you know, they just, some people, it's harder to find, I guess. But, um, or it's easier to ignore. But, so there's that aspect to it. So then I would, like, you know, feel bad if I kicked someone's ass or something. Then I'd be like, damn, I hope they're okay. Like, shit. You know what I mean? And then whenever I've hurt people on accident, um, I always feel bad afterward. Like, not physically, but you know what I mean? If I hurt someone, like, emotionally, I feel bad afterward. So it's like that. But it does seem like it'd be fun to get into a fight at some point in my life. You ever thought of taking boxing lessons or martial arts? Yeah, but I kind of feel like I'd rather be doing other stuff with my time at this point in my life. So, yeah, like music, school, chilling. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good use of money either. Mostly the time, you know what I mean? But is always a factor. What about you? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Partly for the mental discipline that I'd learn. I think mostly that's what it would be. Like, even if boxing, and there's that animal aspect in the reign of, you know, fighting to win mm-hmm. and hurting the other person is, you know, boxing, especially, you want to knock them out. Yeah. But like you said, it's consensual. And I think there's an element, from what I've heard, of it's really uh, mental practice for oneself to be in that space. Mm-hmm. I heard an I've heard that, especially like being in, being in that space, but controlling yourself. Right. Not letting it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that, I think, is part of the real challenge. Like, I've heard Mike Tyson say that he didn't like who he was when he was in that competitive place of pure animal destroy. Yeah. But then I saw him in an interview, like, a year after that, when he was starting to do boxing again and get back in the ring. And uh, he's like, well, now I'm back to this. And, So I guess part, just from seeing him, there was a difference of choice of like chill, you know, live and let live and competitive edge. And Mm-mm. Sounds like it was maybe hard for him to find the balance. Maybe. But I don't know. <clears throat> Have you given any more thought to... The question the other night you and I were talking about 
the ability to scientifically prove God's existence and what God is. Scientific knowledge of God. Mm. Kind of. I don't know. I think a lot about like not not like that specifically, but I I think a lot of the time about like what different things mean to me. You know? So like if there is a God, what would that mean to me? Just kind of like reasoning stuff out like for myself. Those, I wrote down something. Have you? Yeah. What have you been thinking about? Well, it's kind of resonated for me. Like, yeah, that's the goal. The goal is to scientifically know God. Was it a poem or a song lyric? No, no, I just sometimes, like, if I have, like, a thought or, like, a question or something, I'll write it down. What was it you were thinking you wrote down? Um, I may have written it down if I just search for it more, but, uh... (laughs) Um, it wasn't really so much about, um, God, but it was about, like, consciousness and, like what really is consciousness is there something okay so okay so this is what it was it was basically after learning about like the split brain stuff that we were talking about where it's sort of scientific evidence that's pointing towards that there's actually like two different separate consciousness inside our brain, you know what I mean? Working together to create one consciousness. Right. And that makes me think, like, well, for one, okay, how small of a brain could you create? You know, my if you keep slicing your brain, would it still be separate consciousness? If that could work, which, you know, obviously you'd probably die. I don't know. I don't know if you would. You don't die when you slice down the middle, so maybe you wouldn't die if you slice more. Maybe you would. Regardless, if it really is, if you really can sort of have these two different consciousness, these two different, like, cognitive processes, then that would lead me to believe that consciousness maybe really is just your brain, your brain neurons firing and a collection of, you know what I mean, neurons Mm. and information just created, you know what I mean? Maybe there isn't something else. Maybe there isn't some other thing that we you can't see or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's where that's what it would lead me to believe. Yeah, what about, like, I think there's studies about living organ. We have living organisms in us, right? Yeah. And I believe I've heard that if you look at cravings, like if someone has a sugar craving, and it's not really coming from them, it's coming from the organism in their gut that lives off sugar. So it's like it's sending a signal, more sugar. I haven't heard about that, but I could definitely see that. That also 
that's a that was actually another reason why I was leading me to believe that maybe we aren't something more, maybe that something more is just a collection of more organisms. Because I know, like, the mitochondria in our cell, one of the, like, you know, most basic components of our living, like our life, um, that allow us to be alive, mitochondria aren't actually human. Like, they have their own DNA, right? Like, they came in, they're an outside organism, and then, of course... There's, like, millions of microorganisms and stuff that we literally, like, we take probiotics and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we need them to survive, so if they weren't there, we would probably die. So, I don't know, it's interesting. It's kind of, it's kind of spiritual in the sense that it's like we're not one thing, we're a collection of organisms, right? working together but then it's also very scientific in the sense of where a collection of all these little processes put together to create one system right right which also as I've been learning more about philosophy and stuff I think that philosophy and science and I mean religion but not necessarily all religion but aspects of religion and spirituality is like it's all kind of interconnected it's all people trying to explain things and sometimes philosophy can get closer to an explanation sometimes science can get closer to an explanation yeah I don't know would you say sometimes religion can get closer to an explanation not really for me, because the only religions that I've seen get very close to an explanation are more the religious philosophy and not really the religious explanation itself, but the philosophy behind the religion. So, I wouldn't say, yeah, that's, that's what how I see it. What about you? (laughs) (laughs) It might be semantics. I think I agree with you. You know, I was just thinking of a poem that was just shared by someone whose mom passed away a week or so ago. And it's a poem by Thich Nhat Hanh. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's in essence saying, I'm not a body, I'm infinite. And celebrate with me and kind of like what you said earlier about heaven you know he's kind of saying we're all going to see each other again in a joyful place so celebrate don't don't worry about my passing Mm -hmm. don't worry about your own passing don't be afraid of it that was kind of his vibe don't be afraid of death yeah because it's all good and that's what I like about like the Buddhist philosophy is because like Thich Nhat Hanh's saying there we're all going to go to heaven. Okay. That I don't believe. I mean, I, that like is something that I don't know. Right. But if it comes down to it, I'm going to lean towards it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? But the facts of him saying like, we're all going to die. 
so let's just enjoy it right now that is a philosophy that I can get behind you see what I mean that's something that I can be like okay yeah right like we're all gonna die whatever happens afterward whatever let's just enjoy it right now that's definitely something that I can agree with yeah it seems everything points to now philosophy you know what I know of religion it all seems to come to because the fear is from an imagining of what could happen Mm -hmm. or a memory of something that did happen Mm -hmm. the more one's conscious in just the given moment the more peace and joy there is to be known Mm-hmm. And that's definitely an interesting one to think about, especially with our society, because there's a lot of things that you need to have to live a healthy life. And there's a lot of things that a lot of people don't have to live a healthy life, like right home, some money to buy food, stuff like that unless you want to go and build your own home and, you know, make a garden and just live off that or something. Um, But if you don't want to do that and you want to live in these other areas that you're used to living in or that are close to your family or you like it or whatever, you need money and stuff. And you can definitely live in the moment but still be working towards your future which is kind of in, kind of an interesting thing that comes up I feel like in philosophy because it's all in Buddhist philosophy because it's always like live in the moment you know what I mean mm-hmm. but then it's also yeah live in the moment but don't just forget about everything else live in the moment but work like do what you need to do in the moment you know what I mean and like don't just sit there and be like, oh, I'm living in the moment. Oh, the last moment? Nah, nah, that doesn't matter. I'm just sitting here right now. You know what I mean? Then you're just going right. to sit there fucking forever. So do stuff, but be present with what you're doing. I don't know. It kind of... Logically, it makes sense, but it also kind of makes you think like, well, how do I know what I should be doing? by thinking about what will come from it, right? Mm -hmm. So, in a sense, you kind of have to think about the future. I don't know. It seems a little contradictory. Makes sense logically, but like... Maybe bringing in the attachment piece. Like, think about the future. Act accordingly. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But don't get attached. Yeah, definitely. Don't get attached to it. You excited about the holidays? Excited for my friends to come back. 